Good morning. Good morning. My name is David Greenhaw, and I'm an ordained minister of the United Church of Christ, and I'm serving as the uh, interim senior minister here at Naples United Church of Christ. And I'm very happy to welcome you to worship this morning and want to extend a special welcome, of course, as we do to those who are joining us remotely, and uh, especially this morning call out the community at Arbor Trace. Good morning. I'm Reverend Angela Wells-Bean. I'm your Minister for Congregational Care here at Naples UCC. We are thrilled to have you in worship with us, both in person and online, on this exciting Sunday in which we will have a musical from our children. While we are busy getting ready for celebrating to celebrate Christmas, which is one week from today, I want to take a moment to lift up that we are not the only uh, religious community at this time of year with celebrations, and our Jewish siblings celebrate Hanukkah, and Hanukkah starts tonight at sundown. So we want to remember them and offer a happy Hanukkah to happy our Jewish yeah. brothers and sisters. Mm. Um, and now I'd like to ask you to register your attendance with us. So if you are in the sanctuary, there are blue attendants pads in your pews. Please take a moment to fill those out and then pass it to your neighbor. We do pay attention to who is with us in worship. And if you're worshiping with us online, please go ahead and write your name in the comments section and where you are this morning. And also while you're there, you can click on a link which will bring up a PDF of our bulletin if you'd like to follow along with our service order. So we have um, a really exciting opportunity that we've been talking about, but we want to make one last urge that you uh, invite young people. We have what we're calling Christmas Camp. It's an abbreviated vacation Bible school that will take place the 27th, 28th, and 29th of December from 9.30 to 11.30 in Nelson uh, in McSpadden. And, uh, and Nelson, it'll be lots of places. It's free, and it's for kids five through fifth grade or so, sixth grade. Uh, um, and uh, it's really going to be fun, and we hope that you'll encourage any neighbor or anyone else to join us on that, uh, on that time. It's not too late to register. In fact, if you came at the last minute, we'd find a way to make room. There's always room at the end. Always at room Naples. at the end. <laughs> That's it. Uh, today we are celebrating the fourth Sunday of Advent and the theme is love. Our candle lighters at this morning's service are David Maximble and Lee Greenhaw. David introduced himself as the other David, but he is a new member in the life of our church, a wonderful addition, and he's an events coordinator at the JW Marriott on Marco Island. And Lee Greenhaw is David Greenhaw's spouse, but she is a professor of law at Washington University in St. Louis, and we're blessed to be having both of them light our candle today. Um, We also have uh, a forum between services today. There's a forum uh, in in Nelson Hall on the second floor, room 207, and it's a meeting to uh, have a conversation with the search committee. Representatives from the senior minister search committee will be there. They'll talk about the process they've been going through, the the progress they're making, and the prospects, and they want to listen to you, what concerns and uh, hopes that you have. Uh, it's the first of uh, several of these. This one will take place at uh, uh, between services. This is the third Sunday of the month, the third Sunday of January, February, like that. Uh, they'll keep doing those uh, so that there's an opportunity to touch base with the congregation. I hope that if you have an opportun- a chance, you'll be able to go over there. 
And I think that's it. That's it. Uh, let's uh, continue with the worship of God. Good morning. Last Sunday, we lit the candle of hope, remembering the hope which comes in Christ. The candle of peace, remembering God's dream of a peaceful world. And the candle of joy, remembering the spirit within us who brings joy. Today, we light the fourth candle of Advent, the candle of love. Scripture tells us there is no fear in love, for perfect love casts out fear. 1 John 4, 18. God created this world in love, and this world will end in the love of God. God's love pervades all aspects of this life, from birth to death, pain to delight, strangers to lovers. God's love is there. We light this candle in love. Join with us in reading from your bulletins. On this day, we remember God is love. Will you join with me now in praying together the unison prayer of invocation found in your bulletin? God of promise, you have given us a sign of your love through the gift of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who was promised from ages past. We believe, as Joseph did, the message of your presence whispered by an angel and offer our prayers for your world, confident of your care and mercy for all creation. Amen. I invite you to be in a spirit of prayer with me as I offer this morning's pastoral prayer. Let us pray. O loving God, on this Advent Sunday of love, We thank you for all the ways you love us without condition or reservation. You love us at our worst and at our best. You love us even when we can't find the strength or the faith to love you. You hold out your hand for as long as it takes for us to grab hold. We know that we will never be able to love others in the radical and unconditional way that you do. But help us. Oh God, help us to love just a little bit better each day. And when we mess up and when we fall short, remind us that those are opportunities to show grace and love to ourselves and to seek forgiveness and reconciliation. May we never forget that your gospel message in one word is love. Your son's birth story is so full of love in so many different ways. The love that Elizabeth had for Mary, the love that Joseph had for Mary, the love that Jesus and John had for one another, the love Mary had for Jesus, and of course, the love you had for Mary. You chose a young, vulnerable woman to be the mother of the most important human in history. You chose a nobody, someone society overlooked, children Children were also viewed the same way, unimportant and worthless, and yet you chose a child to lead us. Today, during our beautiful musical, we were reminded of the importance of children in the world and in our lives and in our church community, the lessons they teach us about love and joy. 
Holy and gracious God, let us not raise our children to face a harsh world, but instead help us create a softer and more loving world for our children to inherit. Help us cast our loving gaze upon all your people so that we might see those otherwise not seen, the women, the children, the immigrant, the undocumented, the one who doesn't speak our language, the one who has no money, the one who has been rejected by their family, the one who doesn't fit in. May we see everyone in all their beautiful gifts and skills and abilities and talents, and may we celebrate each person as a blessing in our world. Oh God, you chose someone so unexpected to bear and raise Jesus Christ, which reminds us that you can use each and every one of us to further your love in our world. We pray all of this in the name of your son, that baby kicking in his mother's womb, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This morning's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. You're invited to follow along in your bulletin if you'd like to, as the text is printed within. People were bringing children to Jesus in order that he might touch them, and the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant, and he said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, and he laid hands on them, and he blessed them. May God bless our modern hearing of these ancient words. We were members of a United Church of Christ congregation in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Hamilton Park, United Church of Christ. Our children were um, in early elementary school. I think Andrew was either second or third grade when one night we had a family gathering in the fellowship hall, you know, the basement under the sanctuary. There are basements up north. And, uh, and we were gathered around tables and family groupings. And each uh, family grouping, one of the children was to stand and introduce their family to the rest of the group. Andrew is our youngest, Robert our oldest, Andrew second or third grade. We, we didn't know this was coming. He stood up and he said, I'd like to introduce you to my father, David Greenhaw, my mother, Lee Greenhaw, and my brother, Robert. 
and then he sat down. It was nothing. He just introduced us to them. But something happened there that has stuck with me that I just can't get beyond. Our little boy, who was a part of our little family enclave, moved into the cusp, the, the space between our enclave and the larger world. He, he spoke to the larger world. He had a voice, an actual voice. He spoke to the larger world, and he connected it to the world of his family enclave, his little world of our family household. And it was a it was a powerful moment for me. I remember getting choked up at his simple introduction. When Jesus is approached with children, the disciples want to keep them away from him. Keep them here. We have our own little enclave. We have our Jesus world right here. We don't need interruptions from outside. But the children start to come to him. They're brought to him. And he says, let them come on. Allow their world to touch my world. And then he makes a connection between these two worlds and the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, I think, as I understand it from this text and so many others, is not something way out there, far beyond, unreachable, not there at all, but it is in the very notion of the incarnation brought close, right here. You can see it, you can touch it, and you can see it and touch it, remarkably, with children. There's something about children that beyond conception. It's not just that they're innocent or anything else. It is something incredibly powerful. The power of being close to children that way brings the kingdom near. I don't know how you reacted this morning, but the whole thing was cool, wasn't it? But I have to tell you, the one that just got me the most was little Liam sitting here singing a solo. He, he hummed it out first, and then he sang it out. He had a voice. He, he's in that cusp between his, the world of his family and this bigger world. He's right in that cusp. And that voice was the voice of God in this world. I'm sure of it. It is that power that's so amazing. It's more powerful than any political figure, more powerful than any big corporation, or any, more powerful than any army. It is incredibly powerful. I had a dream that actually came true. You know, these weird dreams you have. I have all kinds of weird dreams. I don't put much stock in them. But this one, I pictured myself walking across a field with my hand down here holding a small toddler's hand. And a few years later, we had our first grandchild who became a toddler And we're in a park in New Orleans, and we're walking along, and she reaches up her hand, and I reach down mine, and I hold her hand, and we walk not at my pace at all, but at her pace. Not me leading and dominating, but her holding all the power. And it was so incredibly powerful. It's burned in my brain forever, us walking across that field together. I don't know, folks, how to explain it. I don't have much more to say about it. But the power of God is at work 
in the presence of children in ways that are remarkable. It is no wonder that we gather at Christmas to enjoy the joy of children, but to remember that God, who is the creator of the ends of the earth, came near in a child born in a manger. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the kingdom of God is incredibly near. It is right there in front of us. Don't be surprised to be surprised by it. It will abide with you. It is God with us, Emmanuel. And it is powerful, as powerful as the presence of children. Go forth in that power and in peace.